Um, so, you got stuff to talk about? Hey, welcome to episode 134 of Frenzy Gamer. I'm Nick. I'm here with Severn. Yo. And Blake. Hey. How's it going, guys? Pretty good. Yeah, it's going well. Yeah. That's, that's good. That's great. Mm. You guys been playing anything this week? Um, Actually, not. <laughs> actually, no. <laughs> okay. Huh. <laughs> no, not much. But like, uh, we left the last episode. Uh, you were hinting about true. what you I'd been have playing, playing. I've been playing a lot of stuff, uh, but all of it the same. <laughs> um, so you mean you mean it's the same game, but it's all it's all the same game, technically all different, different game. Yeah. Um, well, well, Severn, have you, have you been playing anything? Yeah, man, but it's not important. Let's, let's hear what you... well, yeah. I'll, talk, I'll talk about what I. I'll, 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 let's jump into what I was going to talk yeah. about last week, and then we can go over some of the other stuff because BlizzCon was announced this week. Mm-hmm. It was like a Nintendo Direct. There's been a bunch of stuff. Oh yeah, there was a Sony thing I saw yesterday, but oh. like I watched half of it and I was like, I don't. Not interested in any of these games. Right. So okay. I just stopped watching it. Um, so, uh, over Christmas, what did I play? A lot of idle games. I'm sure you're all very surprised by this. Uh, but And I think I mentioned last week that I think uh, idle game and in- incremental game mechanics are going to be the future of, like, it's, it's going to have a similar trajectory as RPG mechanics in yeah. that they're just going to start appearing in all sorts of games. And I think we're already kind of starting to see that. But let's talk about some of the games I played. Yeah. Okay. Um, we'll start with, like, one of the more basic kind of meh ones. Uh, I played a game called Idle Brick Breaker, mm-hmm. which is interesting only in that um, it's, a, it was, it's a good illustration of how to uh, provide visual feedback for your idle game. So I'm going to show you guys. Basically, it looks like a brick breaker. Okay. It and does look like a brick breaker. And when the screen gets cleared... Yeah. It just opens up a new screen. It's just playing itself. It's just You're not even itself. doing anything. That's right. But you buy... Is that a screensaver? All idle games are functionally screensavers, Blake. <laughs> um, uh, you buy new balls. You enhance the balls. Uh, you enhance the values of the bricks and whatnot. So it's just uh, the way... For Okay. Let me let me rewind a little bit. <laughs> Who, have, have either of you ever played an incremental game much? Um, let me think. I, I don't... I think I've, I've I've tried and then just gotten bored. Okay. Do you remember anything about it? Uh, no, no. Actually, you know, I don't think I have. Okay. I don't think I have. Okay. So you tried it in your head. Yeah, I don't. I actually don't think of, I ever the concept. Have. Like the <laughs> the closest to any idle game I've gone was one that was like some auto run dungeon thing where all uh-huh. you're doing is moving. Uh, you you know you're choo- you're not even moving your character. It's just auto running through a dungeon, and you're just choosing when to use a couple special abilities. Yeah, but it okay. also just auto attacks. Yep. So that's probably the closest. Yeah. And I ran through two dungeons and was like, "This is boring." Okay. Cool. Uh, so Vern, have you played any of any of these incremental games? I think so. Do you remember any of them? No. Okay. I uh, I'm gonna make you both play an incremental game this week. I think. Oh boy! I'll, I'll choose one. I'll choose one at the end of this podcast for you guys to play. Uh, do we have to write an essay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh man! Uh, why? Why? Yeah. Because I think it'll be interesting to hear your takes on it, uh, mm-hmm. and I think it'll be interesting. I suspect you'll both find yourself more addicted 
and more drawn into it than you expect. I think you're hoping. And, that. and I think, and I, and we'll talk about some of the mechanics about. You're putting the, too much of your feelings on us. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, I, there's a there's a reason they're popular, and um, I yeah, I have played some, so <laughs> and I continue not to play any. Yeah, but you couldn't. Could you? Yeah, you, I feel the same. Can't, what is it? it okay, is but here's adventure. the thing: like you just said, you're not sure you have. Is adventure capitalist one? Yes, that's a very basic. Is one. it? I thought that was more active. No, it actually has gameplay. <laughs> yeah, I thought it had. It barely has. That's like one of the you, least. I remember you played one called like Empire like years oh, ago. Is that one? Is that is Empire one? Uh, let it's me. Like a, it's like a. The um, stuff happen while you're offline, and then you tap some stuff, and yeah, and you buy some stuff. Time is right. Time yeah. is existing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Empire is definitely. Yeah. So I've played plenty of these. Okay. Horrible games. Uh, you got really into Empire, if I recall. Yeah, for a good few months. I rest my case. You, I do. I continue not to play them. Yeah, yeah, well, what these, are you talking about? These, like, these, <laughs> yeah, but I want you to play it again because you'll be addicted. No, again. no, no, no. I don't want you to play Empire. I want you to play like a, 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 one of these, one You're... of these idle games that has uh, begun to implement other game mechanics. A lot of idle games and a lot of incremental games are just numbers going up. Empire is a good example. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, Adventure Capitalist is like the perfect example mm. where it is. Numbers going up, you click a thing, the numbers go up a little bit faster, you click a thing, and then it starts to go up exponentially, and then you can prestige, and yep. the whole cycle starts to speed up a little bit, right. and you repeat that. That's sort of the most basic shell formula of an incremental game. Mm -hmm. um, but some of these games that I've been playing recently use that shell, um, but tie it into other gameplay mechanics. So Idle Brick Breaker is an example mostly in that you there's like brick breaker elements there's balls and, and um all the prestiging all of the like uh slight upgrades of speed and value and whatnot uh just take the form of the balls doing more things and better things mm. um so but it's, it's mostly just a visual change whereas if you look at uh i'm going to show you can uh, i can i counter with something just on the initial recommendation premise <laughs> um sure. because i suspect you're into them because of convenience mainly no. No, because a cell phone is very easy to open up and play these things. I mean, it's... You, I, I'm sure you have said a, you've had it running on your desk at work and you just every once in a while look I've, over. I've, I've, I've come yeah. over to his desk and seen him, like... Yeah, I've done that. ...having yeah. numbers uh -huh. roll up. Uh-huh. Yeah. So it's with you all the time as well. So, again, very convenient sure. to, to have these things. Um, when's the last time you played, like, a good game? <laughs> <laughs> and not a Switch, not a Switch game. <laughs> like a, a PC game. I, I guess it would be Mountain Blade. Yeah. Yeah. Have you played anything since? Uh, no. I mean, Path of Exile, obviously. Mm -hmm. I will mm -hmm. say Mountain Blade I, could do with I'm some gonna, of these. I'm going to go out, out here and say that's really elitist. Uh, first <laughs> uh, of all, Switch has some fantastic games. Hades is on got? Switch. Oh, Hades is on everything, on though. <laughs> okay. So, I played it on Switch. Does uh, that matter? Uh, so, yeah, that's a cool game. Okay, great. But there's a, there's a convenience element that I'm trying to... Harp on which mobile offers. Okay. Is it a problem? No, it's it's convenient. Okay. Yeah. Uh, my point is mm. that the reason that incremental games are sticky mm. are some of the same reasons that RPG elements are sticky. Um, but but they've done with these have found they for for incremental successful incremental games have taken RPG elements, uh, layered them and hidden some of those mechanics behind other mechanics in ways that means that you are constantly discovering new things and constantly gaining progress. Uh, and these are the exact same elements that 
find their ways into other genres. Take, for example, mm-hmm. Call of Duty. Mm-hmm. There's leveling up, right? Yeah, I, I understand there's been RPG mechanics in sure. Call of Duty and Let, other shooters for a long time. Let me now. ask you, what happens when you uh, hit max level in Call of Duty? I, I don't know. You prestige. Mm-hmm. What does that do? It refits the counter, gives you a little badge. That's right. That is an incremental game element. It's not... That number isn't going up when you're away, though. No. But I would suspect... Well, okay, but that, that's an important distinction to make. I don't think all games will become idle games. What I'm saying was a lot of games will start to implement incremental game elements. Mm. And I want to make this distinction. Mm. An idle game will play itself while you're gone. An incremental game may or may not, uh, but regardless, it will have cycles of progress and the capacity to uh, reset and to uh, speed that progress up at a cost. And a lot of the gameplay comes from making judgment calls about when you've started to plateau. Okay. So I think we will see a lot more of these elements in mm. other games. But I also think... Which one's some... progression or the the, uh, the number ticking up in the background? Um, I actually think both. I think we'll see the progression win most. But I also think we'll see idle game elements. Do you um, consider... Sorry, sorry for cutting you off. But do you consider a constant number going up as a perceived zero? In some cases, what do you mean? If you say your numbers only go up, the minimum it can go up is fifty points per minute. Okay, sure. And it could never go slower. Uh-huh. You'll never reduce points. Is that perceived as nothing, like baseline? No, no, no. Because when you return to the game, mm-hmm. usually you'll have something to do. Okay. Whereas if if there was literally no number ticking up, mm-hmm. there would be nothing to be tracked. So that when you return to the game, there'd be something to do. Mm. Now, another way of masking this is a cooldown, right? If there was something to do once a day, mm. uh, then there's still a number ticking in the background. The the brick breaker game does that. Does the things you purchase go up as well? Uh, For example, you you purchase an uh, a power up ball. Does the price of that same thing go up as you purchase it? I don't. No, I don't tend to pay for much in these games, but um, and, I do well, know that some. That there was like an inventory type thing. There's a shop element. There are there are shop elements in a lot of these games. Mm-hmm. A lot of these games will have like, uh, you pay five dollars and uh, everything is doubled, basically. R- real currency. Yeah, Oof. but I mean these are, they're free games. Mm. Yeah, they're free games that they're selling. It, it, that you are very much buying power when you're paying for these sorts of things. Mm-hmm. What you're actually doing is you're buying. Um, an acceleration of the rate at which you progress through these games. Now, a yeah. uh, friend of the podcast, Jake, uh, he he confided in me that he, he he should not play idle games because he always buys way too much. <laughs> so there is an audience for these interesting uh, for these power ups. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, I I have bought things for idle games mostly when uh, they remove ads because a lot of the games have ads mm. as uh, sort of their monetization where mm. it's like. Uh, watch an ad and you get a uh, double boost for two hours or whatever it is. Um, and for five bucks or whatever, I'll never have to watch an ad again. Mm-hmm. I, that seems reasonable. And it's usually when I've played the game for like a week or so and I'm like, yeah, this is, this is quite enjoyable. Mm. So okay. my argument is we will see both incremental elements of like constant progress, mm-hmm. the capacity to prestige that progress, to speed it up again. Uh, 
and layers and layers and layers of these mechanics hidden behind each other. Um, and we'll also see idle elements. And I think we'll uh, let's use uh, uh, why don't we use like cyberpunk as an example? Uh, what if you could in cyberpunk buy a buy a business mm-hmm. and then that business earns money while you're gone? Yeah, I get it. And then uh, let's say you use that money to buy a new business. Yeah. And I, you've doubled the rate of income. Now, let's say you, you get a whole bunch of businesses, mm-hmm. and you can then sell them to buy a skyscraper. Yeah. But the thing is, you also need uh, some sort of money dump. Yeah, the, the money dump is other things to buy that accelerate yeah. the money. No, and, and I know it doesn't make sense, right? <laughs> yeah. But that is how these operate. Yeah, okay. There's always another thing to buy, even if the thing yeah. that you're buying is just speeding up the rate at which you can buy other things. Okay. Like, like yeah, I can I can see stuff like that in yeah. games like maybe Cyberpunk or GTA or something like that. Yeah, there are um, there are those things in games. Yeah, like they, is it being a, an example? I think even GTA has it. Go on. Well, I I, I now they had it in GTA Three at least. Yeah, it wasn't technically an idle thing, but like you would have you would earn passive income from buying properties. Mm-hmm. Um, I do do. I, I think I know the one you're talking about, and it caps at certain amounts. So it can charge up to, I don't know, $1,000, and then you have to go and collect it, and then it would Possible. go back up mm. to $1,000 again. been a really long time. But I can see something like that happening in GTA, for example, where you can collect it when you log in. Yeah, it's not new. Um, the, like we, we talked about this after last week's episode, too, and I thought, yeah, for like retention, I'm sure developers would want to try mm. whatever yep. thing the hooks to, to get you in. Yes. Mainly just spending more time or like to get you back in. Yes. Mm-hmm. Creating creating a pattern, but also to create uh, an endless treadmill. Mm. So uh, let's use let's use Path of Exile as an example. This is a game we all know fairly well. Mm-hmm. Mm. What if when you hit above level 80, when you hit maps or whatever, uh, you could uh, destroy your character and uh, the next character you create uh, has a 10% boost on all its attributes. Yeah, hmm. you're not talking to like a a guy who. No, but if you if you. I mean that sounds that sounds interesting, but like I'm not gonna for Path of Exile because you know it's so complicated Mm. in the end game. I'm not gonna be like that's a great idea. We should absolutely do that because I'm sure. No, yeah, this is this is an extremely simplified version. But the idea is then okay. Now your next character is guaranteed to be a little more powerful. I get what you're saying. Yeah. And then if once you re- hit level 80 again and you destroy that character, yeah. it's 20%. I have a... Like, yeah. Feels well, OP. Yeah, I, I feel like POE yeah. is not a good this is, this example is, okay. for that. Fair, fair point. <laughs> Bad example. But but you can see where there's there's an easy uh, easy way to create an endless treadmill. Yeah. For players who really love uh, a pattern of gameplay mm. and love... Chasing what power. Saying, what you're saying is break the game balance. <laughs> yeah. No, but you you balance the game around this. Of course, now of now course. let's yeah, say yeah. that on these characters that are uh, that, now let's say that when you when you restart one of these characters, there's actually a whole other atlas tier that you didn't even know existed before, and it's only accessible on a prestige I mean, character. Like just the idea of sacrificing your character to unlock stuff, I th- is interesting. To right. Me. Yep. You know, like mm-hmm. you get to you know i don't know level 80 or 90 or whatever and then it's like you have the option 
to just sacrifice this guy, but your next character has access to a bunch of yes. other stuff. Like, yeah. That would be kind of interesting to me. Yes. Yeah. This is extremely common in idle in yeah. idle and, and oh. incremental games. So, uh, for example, I'm I'm playing a game called Idle Slayer, mm-hmm. which is a, sort of an infinite runner idle game, uh, and it has a fairly expansive tech tree, and uh, you can at some point you you earn a few different kinds of currency, and one of the currencies allows you to expand like like uh, get attributes on this tech tree, um, and one of the techs lets you hire dudes mm-hmm. and the hired dudes will get you more of that currency so then you can start sort of farming that currency out and the more jobs they go on the better they get it get mm. this currency mm-hmm. but then you can pre- re- you can reset those guys for another kind of currency mm. um, and then once you I, there's there's a point at which you can reset everything tech tree minions wow. that currency everything and unlock more parts of that passive tree it's interesting okay yeah so that, that does sound interesting, right? Yeah, and and now there's no end point really. Mm. The end point is when you get bored. Mm-hmm. But the whole point of this is like uh, by creating these layers of progression and masking some of them behind others, um, and having this cost of uh, sacrificing things. Mm-hmm. Um, there's it does two things. First of all, you don't get overwhelmed by the mechanics. Um, Actually, it does a bunch of different things. Uh, one, another thing it does is it uh, provides sort of endless goals. You're, there's always something new to reach for. Um, and because you have to reset, you get to see yourself going faster through things you've already done. Hmm. So you get a feedback element of mm-hmm. like, ah, this took me uh, like three days last time, and I did it in two hours. Hmm. So I think we're going to see so much more of this in like mainstream yeah. games. Well, like it's it is true that they have these kind of things have been popping up. Yes, in, in bits and in pieces main, in mainstream games. Like, like uh, I remember um, years ago in one of the World of Warcraft expansions, they had yeah. these followers that yeah. you could recruit and send them on missions, and they would disappear yeah. and go on a, a mission. Mm-hmm. You know, but it's really just a bar filling up for them to come back and then have loot for you yeah and that happened while you were offline as well because it's an online game so it's all just it's all, always just running yeah and there was even yeah no i totally remember a friend of mine had an actual app for it where he would just assign on his phone where he would just assign his followers to do different missions mm-hmm. there was a full-on idol game yeah like what, what a that full-on miss... mobile idol game uh-huh. inside world of warcraft, world of warcraft. yeah so what that that was missing was like the the layers. Of yeah, and the, that and the was ultra element. simple. That was just yeah. send those guys out. And like people had said that uh, Assassin's Creed, I think, had done that at some point because people were comparing it to Assassin's Creed, being like, oh, mm. it's just like some mission thing in one right. of the Assassin's Creed games. So if if you could at some point say, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna use all my hirelings to upgrade my Citadel. Yeah. And uh, it's gonna reset all their levels and it's, yeah, gonna, yeah. and it's gonna reset all of the upgrades I've made to the Citadel, but I'm gonna be able to double the number of hirelings. Mm. Um and you could do that again and again and again. Mm-hmm. And then maybe at each tier you unlock some other special feature for your character. Then yeah. you're you're starting to look more and more like one of these yeah. sort of mobile incremental games. Um like I would really like stuff more stuff like that in we were talking about Mountain Blade just Yes, I was before. actually thinking about Mountain Blade. Because there's so much potential in buying. Like you buy you buy a workshop, getting mm-hmm. the gold to buy a workshop, your first workshop is pretty tough. 
and then like it just passively makes money for you and then eventually it's easier to buy another one and then another one then you've Mm -hmm. got caravans going and like that's great but it sort of like just tops out yeah like basically buying caravans and just buying more caravans yeah like i would love some other system within that for you to like upgrade your shop and do this and do that the workshops are are either you own them or you don't. Yeah, yeah. And you, and you can't they have the supplies or they don't. Yeah, there's no interaction with them other than I guess like the supply, but like yeah. um like depending on where you build it, the supply will always be there. That's right. Um unless you have to actually go and get the supply yourself. Yeah. Sometimes is is a good money making thing. Yeah. It's it's fairly simplistic. Yeah, it's it's super simple, but like if they yeah, if they had upgrades in there, that would be great. Like the castle stuff is mm-hmm. also that is more of a money sink. Mm-hmm. It passively loses you money. Yeah. Um, but they have upgrades and stuff that happen over time. You mm-hmm. know, like there is stuff in there, but it's just not at the level that when you first see it, you're like, oh my God, this is so deep. But it's right. actually like, no, it's just, it's just that. I mean, what, so uh, what that might look like, for example, is let's say you, uh, instead of when you capture a castle, you get a bunch of villages. Mm. What if you could only individually capture villages? Yeah. And once a village was at a certain population or a certain level of wealth, it could be turned into a castle. Yeah, yeah. And like yeah. I would love the villages to grow yeah. into cities. Yeah, but and then you can. There's no the way to do that. The they, yeah, yeah. Villages are basically just money sinks. Like they don't. They like oh, they, Blake, they really you need to don't get better at that game. <laughs> are you seriously? Because I I've never made money owning a castle. Because you own a castle means you own a couple of villages. Yeah. Those villagers just they just lose your money. They they can earn you a lot of money if you uh keep treating them well. And the the key also And is how do you treat them well? Keep them from being raided. Oh well there's a Yeah. Look man, this is the frontier land. Like <laughs> they gotta expect answer, to be raided. Oh these villages that are constantly on fire are really costing me a lot of money. Yeah, why do they hate me so much? <laughs> But all, okay, but that's also another point. Now we're just complaining about Mountain Blade, but that's another point is that like Okay, you've got these villagers, uh-huh. and you want to interact with them to like be like, "Hey, I'm your new lord. Like, I'm here. Got any questions or yeah. whatever? Come and talk to me. Got any quests? Blah blah blah." And the only way to build up like like uh, reputation is to do quests for them. Yeah. But then it's just like like you're just waiting for a quest to maybe possibly come up in the in the village. Yeah. Like you can't just actively go in there and be like, "Hey, I'm your boss now. What do you need?" Uh-huh. Like, there's just not there's you just have to wait for the game to decide that a quest has popped up there. Yes. Which I don't like because yeah. I want to take a more active like role in like building these villages up. Yeah. But it's just I a roll of the saying. dice. Uh yeah, I think it's it kind of works on a timer. But uh, beside the point, once yeah. you once you have a bunch of villages, you'll be glad that it's not just constantly quests because you you kind of want to patrol the area. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. And roam your lands. And I know. I know. Secure. I know. Um, what does this break break a game? What's in game look like? What is, yeah. What what is well for, is there for an most game? idle games the end game is uh, basically non-existent. Maps you run maps? No. Um, hmm. typ- typically, it is a case of you keep upgrading until uh, you get bored. Hmm. But the configurations they just keep cycling out. Um, yeah, isn't like you just keep getting different boards. Hmm. Yeah. Um, but I mean that's also a fairly simplistic one. Um, there's there's this one for example, uh, which is called I think Tower. I think in, in my phone it's just called Tower Ball. Mm. Um, I don't think oh, that's man. the actual that's name. This is another game. It doesn't even yes, uh, it doesn't even have um its own 
uh, title oh. screen. Okay. But basically, it's an idle tower defense game. Um, I, I, I'll show you sort of vaguely what My it looks goodness. like. Um, tower defense is already pretty idle. Mm. But this is one where it's it's a tower defense game that uses uh, f- physics and gravity. The balls fall from above. Right. And it's like kind of more like pachinko, but the pachinko needles can shoot things. Okay. Um, and mm. at, at each different board, it's like mm-hmm. 10 boards total, and each board, the the balls that are falling have more health. Mm. And every time you kill a ball on a board, mm-hmm. it goes to the next board. Mm. So, Do you think uh, this is like the modern-day slot machine? Um, No. No? Well, in a slot machine, there's a risk of loss. I'm, I'm calling it a modern-day slot machine because, you know, kid, kids are on that. There's this gambling random element to it. No, because there's no random. There's no. There's no loss, right? You lose it's, time. It's it. The thing mm. it, you can't really. I mean, yes. <laughs> uh, I forgot that all these other video games earn you time. <laughs> there there are usually like skills in video games, though. There are like um, hmm. Well, what would what would happen in Mountain Blade? There's like management, right? Yeah. There's like a kind of faux management. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The this is sort of why these don't appeal. I guess Empire was cool because there was a level of management. Pretty much every single idle game is going to have a level of management. It is about the inventory. Yeah. Oh, sorry, the shop. Did you did you call it a? There's like a shop element. I mean, yeah. There's there's upgrades, but it's about what you upgrade, when you upgrade it, when you prestige. Mm. Um, it is about figuring out uh, mathematically what is going to be the most efficient path. So mm. it's all it's about uh, in a lot of ways, it's kind of a lesson in uh, income generation. Hmm. Does it? And can investment. You, can you compare your game to other? Is there a high score? I guess. Uh, some games do have a high score. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Does it track how many, how long people have been playing it for? Because uh, I wonder might. if you can track like trajectory. Because uh, that would be interesting. There, there are games that will track your fastest cycle, mm-hmm. for example, um, where it's like. Um, it takes you three days to get to the point where you prestige. And mm-hmm. then next time it's two and a half days. And the next time it's two days. And it'll yeah. be like, your fastest cycle is 15 minutes. There was a game I played. I forget the name of it, but it had a whole bunch of layers of tech. And the, th- the first sort of time you do it is probably a few days. Mm. And by the time I uh, sort of stopped playing, I think that few day cycle took me like 20 seconds. Um, and so... Uh, and there were achievements for how quick you would do it, and so you'd earn more and more achievements and, and like, tougher and tougher, and it would tra- sort of guide you to this, like, 20-second cycle, mm. and there were certain combinations of techs or whatever, to, uh, like, perks that would allow you to do this, and mm. so it was about learning how these uh, things multiply together mm. um, and accelerate this process. Um, so, look, if you're looking for a game that's going to test your reflexes, you're not going to look. Rocket League, uh, shit, you, hear, you heard it right. here. Rocket sure. League, you play, you play Rocket League now. But but I, there no. are there is there are still uh, skills being tested and lessons being taught. But mm. it's about um, really the power of numbers and the power of exponentiality. Yeah, that's cool. If you like to see like progress bars and stuff, that's cool. <laughs> I think. I mean, I think people like that. Uh, shit, I, yeah. Uh, you play GTA Online. Mm. Why do you play that? Uh, I get to hang out with a with a mate. Okay. <laughs> and we we get to catch up. He, he yeah. lives in Wellington. I'm, I'm Do you Wellington. just load in and then just stand there? Yeah, pretty much. Okay. <laughs> no, no, we're, we're doing shenanigans too. 
is uh, now I remember when they opened up a casino, mm. you were jealous because I think your friend earned like spun a wheel and won a bunch of stuff. No, 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 that doesn't sound right. Okay, but he did. There are hackers and stuff. Right. And yeah, like very early on, these guys just had billions in their account. Yeah. Okay. And I was disconnected just before that. Oh. And and that's what I was a little bummed out about. Ah. Uh, yeah, I remember you saying that you came back online and your mates were like, they were just shopping. Oh my god, this dude just showed up and came us a billion dollars each. Yeah, or something. yeah. Yeah, both of them. It was it was Chris <laughs> and Andrew, and it was rough. Because I came but, back in and I was like, let's do some missions, and they were like, we're shopping, dude. Man, but does that like? ruin the game for them for them they felt great in that game yeah yeah like how like like how long did they keep playing in, after in, that in terms of like escape yeah man yeah, yeah that was great for them oh wow okay because there's there's totally games where you think that oh man it'll be great to have a billion dollars and mm. then you do and you're just like there's no reason to kind of play anymore yeah there's the like Sims. a yeah there's like a what is it relative type thing going on mm -hmm. so like the, these guys are rich and then yeah. I was some broke-ass GTA guy. So I always kind of gave them that perspective of yeah. you could be broke and driving around on a <laughs> shitty-ass car. Yeah. So I think that oh, you know, man. They, they felt very good. Wow. Now, did you uh, earn a bunch of money while you're playing with them? Uh, yeah, not not a huge did they Did they not give you any money? You can't. You can't do that. Oh, wait. So how did, oh, did the hacker just straight up yeah, I don't hack know how, their stuff or something? I don't know how like, how, how was that? But everyone in the um in the instance just yeah. like had billions. Oh wow! Yeah, it was rough, man. But it was cool. Um, yeah, we that that was like the last time our high school kind of like came together. Oh, that's cool. And was just like playing stuff before we ended up being adults. Yeah. yeah. Wow. That was, that's cool. You've not had you've not played um Red Dead Online much, right? I have, and this is the game I've been playing recently. Oh, yeah. nice. What a oh, perfect segue. <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit. Um, did, did, did you have some more to... No, I want to hear about Red Dead. Yeah, it's, I wonder if there's, there's like, I'm any... Certain, I'm yeah. certain there are elements in So here. you can buy a horse, right? Okay. And then you can loan it to this one guy. Mm -hmm. <laughs> can you and really? You, no. Because <laughs> that sounds great. <laughs> you can start a horse rental business. Yeah, yeah, and there's this progress bar. <laughs> <laughs> He goes uh, no. off and does missions for you, and then outside of it being just gorgeous and like the best thing on a on a video card, shit. Um, bound we've we've been doing like bounties, so killing people. And you're, it's, you're like real players, or uh, no, no, no. Um, they, they've got like a bounty board. Oh, okay. They've got like different, yeah. I guess, what would you like job classes or whatever that okay. you could do. Yeah, you, yeah. you can be like a treasure hunter. Oh, cool. Um, bounty person is mm -hmm. another is another hunter. occupation yeah yeah and so me and a mate are doing that because it's pretty straightforward mm. you, you you're asked to go search for a guy in this area mm -hmm. um maybe they wanted it alive it's usually mm. dead or alive and mm -hmm. um, we, we go out there one of the cool ones yesterday we went out into like the the uh forest and they were just around the campfire you can mm. see like their tent and stuff there were like a couple of um, guys patrolling, like keeping an eye out. Yep. And um, me and me and Andrew were just on this ridge, and we just scope out like the the guards. We take them out, and we, it's it's just chaos. We, we're just shooting back yep. and forth, hiding behind trees, and a bear comes running. <laughs> God. And it just mauls their entire camp. Holy all, hell! All like all those guys like just like shift their attention. Yeah. To this freaking grizzly bear. Whoa. Um, yeah, and we're just like. 
step back and we just watch it because we're on this bridge. Yeah, yeah. Wow. They take the bear down and we just shoot the one guy who's yeah. remaining. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> Dude, it was just so cool seeing that interaction happen. Yeah, that's amazing. Holy hell. So, so the bounty died. You know, yeah. he, he was like the first guy to go. Um, Did the bear get the reward? No, <laughs> no. Because yeah, what you have to do is like take the take the body, take it back to um, like jail or whatever. Mm. In this case, no, we swear he's it. inside the bear. <laughs> yeah, you got to take the whole bear out. In this case, you just like throw him in like behind the jail and yep. then claim your bounty. Just dump his body behind the jail. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> It's like, just put it in, in this area. Yeah, and, and there's yeah, a bin over there. It's just <laughs> so it's, 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 it's cool. Yes. Like, so that, that's the main structure of like bounties. Yeah. Um, and then they introduce like legendary bounties. Oh, yeah. Um, so there's, it, it's cool. Like you select it from a list of it. Before you go into it, there's like a loading screen and mm-hmm. it's got like a backstory of like why he's wanted. Oh, cool. Or he, he or she. Yeah. And this guy, he just murdered people in the city and then retreated to like the swamps Mm -hmm. and he's just like he's just gone crazy so you load into it and you you appear by his place in the swamp um and he's like by a cauldron and he's like oh look i'll I'll go peacefully yeah and then he goes to grab something throws it in the cauldron and we just like fall to the ground oh my god um he he like like yeah yeah, he just he just gassed us and so we wake up, and you're just looking out, and your horse is like tiny. It's like as big as like your foot. You're in oh this like God. daze, yeah. and it's just like that same like drunken effect, yep. amplified. Oh God! Um, you're looking out, and like there's this huge owl with like glowing eyes. Oh All the birds and chickens are massive. Yeah. <laughs> and so you're in this like hallucination, and um, yeah, you don't know what's going on. Your horse runs away and then explodes. Like it just it just wow. blows up. Into like a clutter um, dust, and so me and Andrew are just like, "What the hell is going on?" Huh. And we're on like different sides, so I can't even see him. Yeah. Um. So the guy that you're after, he just like a puff of smoke happens, and then he comes running at you with like a machete. Oh god! It just spawns like randomly yeah. anywhere, and um, the way you take this guy down is like you just have to keep shooting him. Mm-hmm. When you shoot him, he like puffs away into smoke again, and then respawns hmm. randomly and so you just have to like sober up um and you progress towards this house and mm-hmm. like right in the middle um so you went that way and then you start like gaining your uh, bearings mm-hmm. walk into this house and it's like you have to find this guy and so andrew went up these stairs and then i see this guy come out of an outhouse with a machete and oh i'm like dude God. he's right behind you <laughs> And it just happened to be like a henchman. Yeah. And so took him out. Ah. Go go into like his hut. Wait, who brings a machete into an outhouse? What are you doing in there? Well, he he was he was waiting for us, man. But it was like a henchman. Anyway, we go in. We see his like living quarters. Okay. Um, just start looting the place, as, as you do. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then it's like you you have to search for this guy. And we're in the swamps. Um, and it's just got these areas where you can look for people. As we get closer. You know, there are gators and stuff around the place. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, we start seeing other people just standing around, and like henchmen, and they're all, I guess, working for this guy, and mm-hmm. they've, they've all got machetes too. Wow. And so we end up like taking these guys out, and then we see the guy. Uh, we end up like lassoing the guy, hogtying him, putting him on a horse, and um, geez, like gators are coming up. Oh, God. Like, it looks creepy because it was at nighttime. Yeah. 
and like a guy was coming at me. I, sh I shot him, and then you just see like rustling and a red dot on like the map approaching you, oh, and God. you're like, "What the hell, dude? I think they're crawling!" Like, Whoa. I, I was just freaking out, and yeah, it was just gators and things like this Jesus. coming at you. But uh, yeah, fantastic, having having a real great time, and it was really cool to see a a, a take like that in a mm -hmm. game like mm. Red did, um, of the that bounty structure. Mm. Oh, it must be so good playing Red Dead after Cyberpunk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah what, a, what an awesome like contrast. Yeah. I, I'm I'm really taking it in. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I'm, I'm makes you appreciate it. Red Dead so much like more. I just got my moonshine um like processing plant started. Oh wait, <laughs> yeah. It's an idol game. <laughs> there's, there's what do, what do you do on this? What's this? Uh the moonshine? Yeah. I, I just found my like brewer. <laughs> okay. Um I, I don't know what the other elements are. Yeah. But I've got to get some ingredients. Okay. Yeah. But what, like he'll just start Making moonshine if you get that. So does he start earning a passive income for you? Maybe, maybe. Oh, <laughs> you found it, Nick. <laughs> but I don't know. Like we, I just paid my gold bars to this lady. It, yeah. it opens up like all these quests and you know oh, things. Oh, so you're saying that it unlocks a bunch of mechanics? Mm. Oh, mm. interesting. Um, there are more people that you. What meet. were you saying about uh, incremental games, dude? I think it's like a no-brainer. Like yeah. I don't think mm. this is a outlandish. Production. No, no, no. It's not. It's not at all. But I do think that. Um, what you'll end up seeing a lot more of, uh, maybe not in Red Dead, but mm. I think in future games you'll start seeing this thing where um, you will sacrifice that component, or you'll, or more likely you will um, uh, uh, contract out that, that component. Like it'll become someone else is running the thing, mm. the, the moonshine thing. Someone else is now doing the bounties. Yeah, mm. you own a, you now own a bounty office or whatever. Yeah, I guess, I guess my, the the reason why I just don't like that kind of game is. Man, it, it's so shallow. Like, there's, it, it's number no. There's no end game. <laughs> it's it's exactly what you see right at the start, but more. No, a good well, okay, so maybe some, but um, good ones. You'll you'll the whole point of it is that there are new mechanics being unlocked, and the gameplay evolves. Mm-hmm. With, with the the brick breaker one. Yeah, that's a very shallow one. <laughs> but like, then compare it to uh the the sort of infinite runner one. You start off just sort of running in a direction, collecting coins. Mm -hmm. um, by the time I'm, I'm up to, I've got, like, do hirelings. I've got, um, like, the capacity to, like, shoot a bow and transport to different dimensions. And um, uh, there's, like, a boost. And there's, like, a whole bunch of, like, chance this elements. This is a runner? Yeah. Can, can you check out the other dimensions? Yeah. What, what do they look like? Uh, different enemies. Uh, you I collect re different resources from the different enemies to build new upgrades um which is a whole other thing i had to unlock mm. um a lot of these are also different still... like currencies kind of thing yeah it's cool <laughs> like it was man and, and it keeps going forever yeah. higher numbers uh yeah and and the the oftentimes this is like a sole creator making this one mm. um and a lot of these idle games are just like one dude or maybe two dudes mm. just like making a thing and they'll yeah. keep just adding new stuff to the tail yeah. end of it so i guess the 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 empire thing that i stumbled into was that plateau where yeah. you you do reach a point in a game like this and it was cool at the start i i guess the sims is very much like this as well where the struggle mm. it's kind of cool yeah the struggle yes. is, the, is the game that's yeah. why i like like survival games yeah and then but, i stop playing them when i'm self-sufficient sure. but man empire was just like it reached a point where the the currency that you wanted would they're basically asking you for your credit card yeah Jeff, okay. you know? yeah yeah 
And so it reached that point where I was just like, oh, well, I, I see. Mm. Yeah. Like, I can't do anything right yeah, now. It would take weeks or months to progress farther than yeah, that. Months, yeah, months, for sure. Yep. yep. What was that? What was that? Was it a card game that you were playing that... Uh... Solitarica? Oh, there was there was something I remember you... you I remember. Oh, there, was, there was a game <laughs> so you were good. playing, Nick. Uh-huh. I'm sure it was like a card game. Um, and um, you were getting to a point where... Oh, in order um, to progress, it's basically like it would take like like years, or you Clash can just Royale? yeah. It sounds was like, it Clash well, Royale? I think it might be Clash Royale. Oh yeah, yeah. I think it was Clash yeah, Royale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, um, that's yeah. that. Yes, particularly for those games where there's rarity tiers, mm. and and oftentimes upgrading is like cubing up cards. Yeah, yeah. So like to get uh like a red legendary tier thing to the highest thing is going to cost hundreds, if not thousands of of dollars, or mm. just months and months and months of time. Yeah, yeah. like yeah, it, it. I hate that. Like that. That that curve up just yes. became, yeah. It's it's all like about quick progression, straight start, ninety degrees, and then it slows down, and then it becomes very slow to the point where, it's, yeah. Um, there is, but the 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 weird thing about that is the difference in power between someone spending huge amounts of money and someone spending a little bit amount of mm. money is not actually that big. Hmm. Um, but but it's still, if you are. Wanting to be at the top end, yeah, you're, you've got to spend that money, and it's so much money. That's nuts. If like that game in particular felt like diminishing returns, yes, even on buying with real money, yes, like the money you were using as you got got further and further was giving you less and less. Yes, I don't think I spent any money on that game, but yeah, um, I know. I remember you were you were pretty proud of not spending <laughs> any money. Yeah, yeah. As soon as you can see that sort of thing, though, that's um, yeah, it, they're built to capitalize on whales, right? Yeah. Where it's like if if you want to spend a little money, money you'll get a good chunk of power, mm. but to get all of the power, you have to spend like multitudes more, like yeah. a factor of ten or a hundred or something. You know, I'm gonna try the moonshine thing. Get my business. Yeah, card. I want to yeah. hear. I want to yeah. hear. And I'll let you know what what hooks it's got. Yeah, if, if yeah. it has any. The the dream for me would be you 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 spend like all this time building out that moonshine business, mm. and the point at which it becomes stale. And I'm like, hey Nick, check it out. Um. I've I've got like a gold bar tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But like at the point at which it's like your moonshine business is sort of up and running, and the struggle ends, it's mm. like, um, a, a, someone wants to incorporate your moonshine business, and <laughs> yeah. and it's oh, now about yeah, yeah. You you now your mission is to go and um find other moonshine businesses yeah. and and like either convince or threaten them into yeah. joining. And you so got, you you got the. The interest of Big Bourbon comes over, <laughs> and like we we need to buy man, you out. I hate like... how games do this, man. Like they're, <laughs> why? They're, they're because it's gross, man. <laughs> it it pushes like this very capitalist type mentality. On, on okay, you. but it doesn't necessarily have to be that. I'm just saying, like, I, what I would love to see is a la- is where the point at which that gameplay becomes stale, mm. it introduces a new layer and a yeah. new element, and the gameplay evolves. I'll, I'll I'll let you know how it goes. Yeah. Um, I think. Yeah, I, th- I think it'll be a you collect resources and then oh, the yeah. progress bar can do this. Mm. Yeah, it, and you know that's cool too. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, it might just the layers. I love layers. I, I want I, my games to be like. But there, like, there might be other stuff in the game like that as well. Like, like you said, you you didn't get this until you met a moonshine guy, right? She was just hanging out. There's a right. moonshine girl, Blake. Moonshine girl. Come on, yeah, yeah. unbelievable. Yeah, it's it's nineteen oh one. Like she should be be past this. Now. She she's she's a badass. By the yeah. way, she's got like a huge scar on her face. Oh shit! Yeah. It's from moonshine exploding, probably. <laughs> probably. Um, yeah, man. Th- there are so many cool like things outside of 
maybe that one mechanic. Like I, I haven't even started it, but mm. but yeah, the shit is a good game. Yeah. Oh, and they've got a story as well. You know? Yeah, that's. I think that's the thing. I think the thing that um, you're so, like, I, I I think the thing with the Nick's idle games is that they're almost like just raw mechanics. Nah, they're also, uh, like you know? not it, great either. Yeah, but it's like it's just like Nick is Nick loves the mechanics, oh, dear, and those games guys. are like such raw mechanics. Oh, but when you put those raw mechanics into you know Red Dead or something, it's, it's not like, raw mechanics. It's like not like Rocket League. The, it has mechanics. There's yeah. timing, there's things like this. Yeah. Um, and there's a skill curve. It it is inventory. No. No? No. <laughs> Again, you're you're both speaking from a place of complete inexperience and assumption. <laughs> so I find it immensely frustrating that you're you're like, well, as an expert in yeah. uh in Let me tell games, you, Nick, me, about yeah. okay. correct us. Let, okay. There's a game I played called Armory and Machine, mm-hmm. uh, which was a story driven idle game what the whole point of it was to unlock new story elements and it was um uh told in this sort of uh uh vivid but but uh esoteric kind mm-hmm. of obscured uh way sort of artsy fartsy storytelling and it was about um in in more concrete terms it was about this simple machine becoming more and more complex and becoming mm-hmm. sentient and um and consuming resources um, and the cost of that, mm. uh, and like the so the idle elements were uh, a tool to describe this like sort of persistently growing, consuming machine mm-hmm. that starts um, sending like soldiers out to yeah. consume more and more of mm. these universal resources. Mm-hmm. Um, what, what's the game called again? Armory and Machine. Okay, um, and I think they made a sequel, um, but it, that also had like combat elements where like you would go to a location and you had to defeat things. And so there was sort of like a rock, paper, scissors mechanic Sounds where you'd, okay. you'd be spending resources to buy weapons and some weapons were effective against certain enemies. But yeah. Some were ineffective against others. And so you, and, and it was a timing element where um, use of your weapons would interrupt their attacks, um, but you'd had to time it right and weapons mm. had different use lengths. So like... Now, now is this common for a incremental game? Uh, no, this is what I'm saying is like there's lots and lots okay. of different yeah, kind yeah, of you're incremental games. describing game. an exception? I'm saying there's lots and lots of different kind of incremental game. It's like saying, is it common for uh, for games to have horses? Mm. Yeah, it depends. Right. Mm. Yeah, I see what you're saying. But, man, the oof, the, one, the ones that you play mainly. Now, these, now this, ones, these ones the Moonshine Factory, is that, uh, is that in all games with guns? <laughs> These ones don't have story, right? The ones that you were just talking they, about. Today. Some of them have story. It's to varying degrees, right? They're they're games. Mm. They're all games, right? So there's yeah. some the the creators the have put different breaker. emphasis in different. Yeah, games. I think I, I think showing us that brick breaker, brick one, breaker one might one have is, been a is, mistake because that's just like man. Okay, that looks like a hundred percent a screensaver. Sure. <laughs> um, okay, here's one that is um, it's idle pinball, mm-hmm. right? Um, but you have to. Oh, I have I have heard of idle pinball. Maybe from you actually. Yeah, I think I yeah. Maybe after the podcast, a couple and like, ago. The, the, does do the paddles like go <laughs> on their own? Um, but but you also you also have you bu- the ability to do it as well. <laughs> yes, but you you buy so you buy you buy the ability for the paddles to go on their own, but they're oh. shitty. Oh, but later oh. you can buy a, a ability for the paddles to get better. Wow, but, um, you, <laughs> that's it, actually amazing. <laughs> yeah, right. It's kind of interesting. Yeah. Um, and and so the, what I'm saying is like they're they're. What I, I'm loving to see in these like incremental and idle games is yeah. uh, 
these developers exploring ways to use other game mechanics in incremental ways and, and right. in, inject incremental yeah. elements and idle elements into yeah. classic game mechanics. And I think we're going to start seeing it into mm-hmm. like uh, very popular game mechanics, shooters mm. and, and uh, sim games mm. and, and RPGs. Yeah. And like you're going to see a, a big, these are all very small teams. Mm. I've never seen a big team make an idle game. What does that look like? I am so curious. Like, is it World of Warcraft? No, those are those are those are like MMOs, right? The, the, you're you're. Those are not about like, uh, the endless layers of of prestiging and resetting and exponential growth. Oh, you'd you'd like these companies to lean into it? Really yeah, hard? I want to see what what does someone who's really mm. uh, like a classic game designer, with uh with the resources to make, uh, an amazing game. Well, if they are tasked with making an idle game or an incremental game that is still a good game to play, mm. what does that look like? And we're starting to see a little bit of it, mm. um, and I think that's sort of going to be the future. But I'm also, I think we're going to see a lot of just these raw elements of cycles and exponentiality yeah. leak into other genres. I mean, I, I, I like that in, I like that it's leaking into things. Yeah, like that's, you know, I was saying before, like. The little bit that's in Mountain Blade, yeah, and I want there to be more. Is, yeah, is good. And like you know, going back to World of Warcraft, like with their followers, that seemed like the beginning, like the first test of something that would turn into something bigger. Mm-hmm. But it never did. They never, like people really liked the followers thing, and then after that expansion, they never did it again. You you so you're playing? Um, I don't think so. You're playing uh, Pathfinder again. Yeah. The whole town. Oh yes, absolutely. <laughs> yes, yes. The whole town is um is is an in, idle in game. some ways an idle. Game. Yeah. And the thing is that you're, it, the time passes only while you're in game. I mean that yeah, like that's absolutely a a point because yeah, you're assigning you people to do tasks that take time. Yeah. The only the only thing is that um, so like there are tasks that um, you know, take take time, but time passes while you're playing yes but there are tasks that you assign someone and then the time just shoop, like moves forward mm. super fast which i kind of don't like that like and it's you it's usually when it's one of your main followers like you assign you know the barbarian lady to do something right and then it'll be like this will take two weeks and you go okay and then it'll, the time will just go yeah. two weeks later yeah so imagine if uh if it was real time mm. um and Imagine that you couldn't just lose for not doing some of these yeah. things. But imagine yeah. uh, if every time you returned to the game, mm. you played every day, and every few hours, or up, maybe there are some quests that take a few days, even, mm. and you, you log in, and there's some progress. The town's yeah. a little bigger or, yeah. or more populated. There's, you've got some new resources. Um, new locations are popping up on the map because mm. these things are happening. Yeah. That's, that's I think, where we're going. Yeah. Like that, like that town stuff in Pathfinder was one of those times where I was like, oh, my God, this is going to be you know, a real deep kind of thing. Yeah. And it, it was not that deep. It was no. just, you just send some people to do yeah. things and then you wait. Now imagine if once you got to a certain point in that town, mm. it was like, great, I'm going to make some, I'm going to make this NPC the governor and yeah. start a new town yeah. somewhere else. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, was, I think I mentioned this, like, maybe after the podcast yesterday, that I would love a game like a, a Civ type game where you're, you know, you're hardcore managing one, 
one city. Yeah. And then maybe you get another city and you're hardcore managing that. But at a certain point, you've got too many cities. So you have to assign yeah. mayors and governors and then region wide governors. And yeah. it's just, and so it's like your view just keeps going up and up and up yes. until you're like the the ruler of an empire and you're worrying about things on an empire level. Exactly. Where like, like AI is worrying about stuff. Yeah. You know, and then day -day aliens management come in. And now yeah, you have to yeah. worry about the planet. And then, it, yeah. And then, and then you're like, this is <laughs> what I want. Space age I just, society. yes, yes. This is my perfect <laughs> game. And then it just eventually. You, I rest my case. Yeah. But the thing is like. So Vern, what do you think? The thing is, there's actually. I think Blake would be all over a but, early access to this game. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, man. If there was an early access game. But, uh, but can you chop down a tree? Well, you start off. Maybe that's the thing. You start off as one guy and you start chopping down trees and stuff. Yeah. And you build a village. Yeah. Then you have access to, like, the wider map. Oh, boy. Well, have I got the game I was, for you? I was playing. Have um, I got the game for that, you. That, oh, what is it? Tapcraft. Tapcraft. Tapcraft on mobile. Okay. Is this, gonna, is this my homework? Tapcraft? Yeah, yeah why, not? why not? You do Tapcraft. All right, I'll do Tapcraft. Um, there was that game, uh, I think, was, <laughs> was it called Avorion that I was playing with uh, Ryan and Chris and them. And that, um, like, I, I talked about this. They were playing as one single ship flying around, yeah. shooting stuff, being a pirate. <laughs> pew, pew. Um, whatever. And um, I was playing as, like, I started off doing that, and mm -hmm. I'm like, this is, this is tedious. You know, I have to go to systems myself. Like, I have to, like, Mine all the rocks. I have to yeah. go to the the trade thing. You know, I have I have the potential to build other ships. Yeah. And you go to um, space stations and hire a captain mm -hmm. to captain that ship, and then the AI can take over. But you tell the AI what you want it to do. Mm -hmm. So I was setting up trade runs with little ships. I was setting up like, um, like mining operations with yeah. little ships. I ended up, and I I. I mentioned this to you, you went that, wide like, and they went I, tall. Yeah, yeah yeah i went wide and i had like multiple systems running with mm -hmm. like my own space stations in them and doing and like trade runs and stuff like that going along yeah um and i, I towards the end i spent most of the game on the galactic map view uh -huh. just looking at the systems and like uh -huh. clicking on my ships as if it was like stellaris yep and they they were like i remember like telling them that and they were like they spent the whole time in their ship. Perfecting their one ship. <laughs> yeah. Um, although they did, like, Ryan did build that giant cube ship and beat the game long before I was even, like, I'd stopped <laughs> progressing at that point and just uh, started building an empire. Yeah. 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 Do you think we have time to talk about BlizzCon a little bit? Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. A little bit. Uh, so, D4, Rogue. Mm-hmm. What do you guys think? I mean, I don't know. What do you, what do you think, Sav? Uh, I was just looking at art, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, same. <laughs> what do you think of those ears? Rogue ears? Sure, okay. Well, the... Which ears? Oh, those ears. <laughs> the ears that were featured This, this actually brings up something that I was wondering is that, like, because those ears featured heavily in that, that trailer, hmm. and that guy has a cabinet full of ears. Yeah, mm -hmm. it implies I'm, heavily PvP, doesn't it? Yeah, and, yeah. like, the ears are always, like, a PvP thing. So I'm wondering, like, is there going to be a PvP-only currency? Like the ears, you can mm. cash into some dude mm. who puts them in his weird ear box, but it's like you can get stuff off him. Certainly an interesting uh, angle. Yeah, PvP only uh, like currency. I don't mm. know of any. There must be some other game that's done that. Like you could get yes, the ears. Definitely. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you could get the ears. <laughs> World of Warcraft. Did did they? What are they? They had PvP only currency. Oh, they had PvP. Yeah. And you buy PvP only gear. 
Yeah, you're right. The amplitude it did. What I would like to see is a game where uh, the PvP only currency is not tied to PvP. As in, like, you can use it to further PvE. Yeah. And whatnot. It could do a little yeah. bit of that if you were, like, the highest end PvP -er yeah. in World of Warcraft. Uh, the highest end gear was good enough for raiding. Mm. But. Well, I remember that in World of Warcraft, there was a distinction people looked down on PvP gear when you were trying to raid. Yeah, because half the stats didn't work. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, I would, I see what you're saying, especially because the world is meant to be kind of full of other players. Mm. It would imply that there's going to be some layer of interaction. Mm. Um, whether or not encouraging PvP in a game where most players play for like just grinding PVE elements. Yeah. Especially because it's often so heavily either small parties or solo play. Yeah. I'm curious how that will be uh, received. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see, especially because PVP balance is a nightmare in yeah. an RPG. Yeah. I know from experience. Oh, yeah. Um, I also remember in past Diablo games, you had to accept PVP. Oh, yeah. You had to flag yourself into it, right? Yeah. Mm hmm. And I remember trying to bait people in, in <laughs> Diablo 2 because I, I had a hacked character. Oh, my God. Please. And I was like, come out and fight me. And they were like, dude, you have, like, no health and, like, a million skeletons around you. Like, something's fishy here. <laughs> and I was like, nah, everything's fine. I, I bad at build character. <laughs> yeah. Like, my health pool was zero but because <laughs> I was, like, invincible. Oh, dear. Are you excited for the remaster? Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to play it because like I, yeah, a few years back when D3 was announced, I was like, oh man, I'm going to get back into Diablo 2 because I never finished it. And I loaded it up and my eyes hurt looking at it <laughs> and I never actually started playing it. Mm. So yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm interested in it. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see what they've, um, changed in terms of usability. Cause that was a game wherein you had one button to use your skills. Right, and you had a different but you had a button to switch into oh, that right. for that button. Yeah. Man, I don't even remember. It's just very it's yeah. so clunky by yeah. today's standards. I think they did like I watched the thing. I'm I'm sure they did say they have no, they, they have added some quality of life features. Yeah. Um like auto auto gold. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But I think they made that an option that like you can tick it on oh, and okay. off kind of thing. Um that's also a game where you kind of only need one or two skills, right? Yeah. You build into a character that uses one button. Yeah, sort of. yeah. Um, which is interesting. You look at D4, like even in the Rogue trailer, the Rogue was using a lot of different skills. Yeah. And they, there were a lot of skills available to the Rogue. That was actually the most impressive thing to me Yeah. about that trailer was like the, yeah. the variety of skills the Rogue had access to. Yeah. How uh, likely a player is to use a bunch of skills mm. is unclear to me but if d3 heavily emphasized sort of uh ro skill rotations and mm. sort of certain combinations um, um i would i would be surprised if it was any different from that what they were saying about the rogue uh i'm pretty sure they were saying that they they want it to be like um you can switch between like melee and uh range like mm. pretty fast and you saw that in the trailer where they'll like yeah. shoot some arrows and then flick to like daggers and then dash in, dash in and mm -hmm. stab some stuff like they want it to be pretty versatile like that but mm -hmm. i'm sh like who who knows like you may end up being like i'm gonna specialize in in one thing or, or the other but yeah i don't know what do you think of the art it's very impressive given 
I think the engine limitations that they may or may not have. Right. Mm. They do tend to err on the side of lower end systems, right? Yeah, I think so. The, the rendering definitely doesn't have like a, a GI thing. Right. Or or um many think that crazy. Mm. But yeah, it looks I thought it looked really good. There was there was a dungeon in there that I really liked the look of, just the c- color wise. Mm. Um, what, what color was it? It it was it had these deep red uh abysses mm-hmm. and then like kind of this like pale green kind of everywhere else. Mm. And just the contrast of that I I thought it looked great. Mm. Like I I really like that. But um I felt like I could see a difference between their dungeons and their open world. Mm-hmm. Like there's parts in their open world where they're just running through and it's like there's it's pretty bland like landscape. Mm. There's like not a lot to look at. There was a, a moment I saw the rogue climbing a wall. Yeah. And I was like that looks aged to me. Like yeah. the, the wall texture was just kind of like it was clear it was yeah. obviously signaling this yeah, is a yeah. climbable wall, but it, it looked unnatural. Well, yeah, but I mean You've played games where you can only climb certain walls. Yeah. They always have something that... Yeah. Is, it, it, it if you think about it, right, you're like, sure. why does every climbable wall have a rope dangling down it? Or so why does every it. why does every climbable wall have, like, white streaks yeah. running yeah, down yeah. it? Like, no, I, I get it. It's uh, But I... Yeah. I com- For some reason, compared to the last yeah. trailer, it looked worse. Oh really? Yeah, to me, like the, uh, there was, uh, I think, a larger emphasis on open world. Yeah, yeah. Areas in like this the, the open world area. stuff. I'm really interested to see what they do with open world stuff. Um, but I can clearly see when they're in a dungeon, it looks way more interesting. Just mm. it's so much cool stuff around in a dungeon than some of the places in the open world. Mm. I feel like the open world will be some interesting spots, but then in between is maybe just like just scenery to run through. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Ear physics. You got to see an ear get stretched and Everybody, punctured. Everybody's talking about that, man. That's that. That was like the highlight of that. That ear being like put on the hook. Yeah, gross. So much, so much love went into making. <laughs> like they nailed the sound. Just how long it took to like push through there. Like they. Oh man, yeah. someone there spent. Was, there was an artist somewhere puncturing that. a lot of ears. Yeah. Hired someone who used to work in a. Like piercing shop. Yeah. Um, do you guys see much else of BlizzCon, or was it just that? Uh, really, just that for me. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Okay. What about you? Oh, you um, you did your tradition, right? Yeah, yeah. So me and my friends, like every year, me and two friends. Uh, it used to be like five of us, but it's dwindled down as people have grown up and yeah. <laughs> lost interest. Mm-hmm. So there's, there's, yeah, there's three of us now that like get together every year and watch uh, BlizzCon. Um, and like, like this year, it just felt like they were padding a lot of it. Mm. Um, like, well, there was no audience, right? Well, yeah, there was no audience, but that, I mean, that, that was fine. But like, um, so like there, so they'd have had the big announcement thing where they showed all the stuff and they, that's when they showed like the, the trailers and everything. And then they had, um, uh, they they had uh when when they did like the specific videos on like like Diablo for instance or like World of Warcraft they they were like okay let's watch this trailer again and it was like at the start of every 
one of these things, they watched the the trailer, the whole trailer with Gran. Maybe I mean maybe they did that because it's digital. You might yeah, want to watch them live. in bite sized chunks later on. Mm, you know, mm. so it might be like I just want to watch the thing about World of Warcraft. Right. So you click on it and then it'll show the trailer if you haven't yep, already yep, seen it. Yep. But like watching it all in one go. It, it felt like, okay, we've seen this. Mm-hmm. You know, we've seen this before. Like, it's just running. And they're like, you know, five-minute kind of things of, yeah. of, of, like, stuff that we'd already seen from the intro. And then they start talking about about things more in depth. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It was, I mean, it's it's it was understandable that it was, like, a lighter one. But, like, but like usually we're usually like it's a two-day event usually yeah. we're watching right up till the end on the second day after like we watched like i can't even remember what we watched on the second day but like it was like 12 o'clock and we were like i think that's kind of it i think i think we're done like we, wow. we weren't interested in anything else that was on like what was, was the highlight for you um it was it, i i'm really interested in uh the the d2 remaster mm. yeah yeah isn't that interesting i, I think you know it's a beloved game. Yeah. But when that is the highlight mm-hmm. of a game of, of a twenty twenty one exhibit. Yeah. The remake of a twenty year old game. Yeah. Um, it's not even like I don't know. It's it's a bit iffy, huh? I don't know. I mean when you when you've got D four. Yeah. And D two is the highlight. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> that is funny. I don't know. I mean I guess the thing is, like, D4, we already knew was a thing because they announced it last year. You didn't know D2 was a thing? So we didn't, like, I mean, I heard... Well, that's the thing. You hear rumors. But, like... I mean, there were rumors for 20 or, years. Like, there were rumors about, like, remakes of things and what they're going to announce for, like, months leading up yeah. to it. And then yeah. they're not always true. It's true, yeah. Like, I remember last year expecting, uh, like, the rumor was there was a D D2 remake and it was not announced. Yeah. I remember one year there was a a rumor about a, a D1 remake. And I was like excited for that because like, yeah. holy hell, like that'll be great. And then they, they showed it and it was actually just an area in D3 that yeah. had like kind of rejiggered to be like D1. And yeah. it was like, what are you, that's so disappointing. Why are you doing this? Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. I don't want to mm. sound like I'm down on it or anything, but. But you sound like you're down <laughs> on it. It's okay to be down like, on it. Like uh, it was, it was cool, um, and it was one of those things where it's like, like, it's like a yearly gathering that that we do. So it's like a bit of a, a tradition yeah. thing. So there's there's that. It was mostly just hanging out with friends. Yeah. Like that that was kind of it, um, um, and and for for a good chunk of the time, BlizzCon was just on in the background, and we were just chatting about stuff. Mm. Yeah. Fair enough. Which um we didn't often we didn't really do. Usually before. sat in silence. Yeah. Eyes glued to the screen. Yeah. Yeah. Um, before we wrap up, I do want to mention that this morning, um, as of recording, there was an announcement of an open world Pokemon uh, action RPG. What? I've not heard of this. Yeah, I think it's called like uh, Pokemon Legends Arceus. Who's making it? Uh, I actually don't know. I would assume the Pokemon company, uh, like Game Freak and and, mm. and, and whatnot. But mm. um, uh, I should look into that. It's on uh, Switch, right? Well, let's watch the trailer after yeah? after okay. this podcast. Um, you'll both be very disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> wow! Uh, I look. I would love an amazing open world Pokemon game. Yep. Um, but I just think 
they're not up to the task. <laughs> I I don't I don't think they are wanting to make the type of Pokemon game that you and me want to play. Yeah, I, I think I agree. Because like I played that last one on Switch. Yeah. Um, and I didn't like it because it yeah. was like a child's game. <laughs> yeah. Look, maybe the maybe this will be different. We'll watch the trailer. Um, yeah. But I think even just from from the trailer, it just there were Pokemon just standing around, and you know when when it comes to like open world yeah. naturalistic animals, I look at Breath of the Wild where there's like deer munching on grass, yeah. squirrels chasing nuts, yeah, bears chasing animals. Like when it feels very well, interactive, isn't that just what they did in that um Pokemon? Sword and Shield, they just had the Pokemon standing around. Yep, and that's that's sort of my fear is yeah. it's just gonna be like oh, okay. Yeah, it's, it's just, just it's Pokemon just there. that open world zone from from those games. But huge. But that's my the, worry. The whole world. I it I hope it's yeah. not. Because um, that was a I was excited originally and then I played it and uh I was like, Oh, this is not at yeah. all what I'll, I Pokemon I needs to evolve. Like which is ironic. Yeah. Yeah, it does. Anyway. Um, we'll wrap it up. But also, it's a game for children, so does it? How much candy did you eat over the weekend, Blake? How much what? How much candy did you eat over the weekend? How, uh, who's the child here? Well, I, I bought a kg of uh, gummy yeah, snakes. Okay. okay. Cool. But it was between to... three people. Oh, okay. That makes it fine then. Uh, <laughs> you can email friendsequestions at gmail.com and uh, let Blake know he is a child. So um, <laughs> Pokemon is, in fact, for him. Yeah. Uh, tweet at friendsequest. Just say... Why, Blake, are you a child? Um, Facebook.com slash FrontCast. You can send us a message. FrontCGamer.wordpress.com is a WordPress site. YouTube.com slash FrontCast. You can subscribe to us on there. Are we at 1,000 subscribers? We were almost there. No, we're still almost there. You should subscribe. Get us to 1,000. We're sitting on 9.30 the last time I looked. Uh, tell 70 of your closest friends. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all 70 of them. Yep. Uh, we're on... Spotify and iTunes and all that good stuff. Rate us. Tell your friends. Yep. We love hearing like from you. Like and subscribe. Hit that bell. Yeah. Smash That's what they the say. Smash button. it. Smash um, it. Smash the subscribe button twice even. No. And subscribes. <laughs> Smash it once Smash or it three, three times. times. <laughs> uh, we'll be back in a couple weeks. Bye. Just high five your friend. Do, we don't. There's got to be a reason, man. You can't just. No. Like in a COVID, like. Society. Yeah. What are you doing? I licked my palm a little bit. That. It's not a big deal. You just touched your your dri- like driving wheel. Mm. That thing's oh, probably driving wheel. You've got your license, huh? <laughs> You've got your full license. <laughs> yeah. What'd you call it? Driving wheel. Uh-huh, okay. Yeah. Oh boy. It's in the code. <laughs> it's in the road code. And you've got your um. And the, and the the other wheels are called the road wheel. Pilot seat. <laughs> it's captain's chair. Thank you very much. Looking box is where you uh, can see the road through the looking box. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. No, it's for the looking glass. Anyway, <laughs> the, the rear looking glass. So now I'm a professional driver. That's right. They're paying me. Restricted, they're not, right? They're not paying me. And yeah, very much. <laughs> also, the instructor was very lenient. Oh, cool. <laughs>